Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another amazing episode of the Uncensored Anime Podcast, where we talk about all things anime uncensored. And we are your hosts. I'm David. We've got Jerry. We've got Kenny. And we have a pretty chill episode for you all today. Um, you know, we're going to be talking about some of our opinions with uh, what is currently running in the magazine Weekly Shonen Jump, as well as some future predictions of the magazine. Uh, maybe we might go over some news, might go over what we've been watching during the current anime season. Um, you know, just a fun hodgepodge episode of bullshit. So, Jerry, start us off, big boy. <laughs> David always likes to, like, he loves to just, like, out us in his intro, Kenny. He's like, he's like, he's oh, like, here we go. Oh, he was I like, well, love... welcome to UAP. We are completely unplanned, uh, you know, totally improvised. No, no, no. Uh, we're okay, just throwing okay. the camera he... on and hoping for the best. Um, we listen, all I have got to say is that I love Healer Girl, and I can't stop watching it. It's the best show on TV right now, and I... So everybody you know watching, Kenny, Kenny, there's Kenny's, Kenny's pitch. Kenny's pitch for Healer Girl. So if you guys need to check yep. out something new, I guess. I liked episode musical, one, but I bailed uh, on it after that. What did you just call it? It's a show that makes you cry. So Musical, yeah. Did you just call it musical anime shonen? Is that what you said? <laughs> It's very shonen. I mean, I'm sure that's what it is. That's just crazy that that's that's like a whole new genre. Like you just created a new like. There's like gonna no, be a new no, category. No. Not me. Not me. Not me. Healer girl did it. Shonen idol. Shonen idol show. Is it a that's shonen idol of... show? Is that essentially what it is? Y'all think? Basically. But they're like doctors, and it's definitely a. It's like a musical. It's not like I feel like idol shows are like. But you know, the, they're like an like. idol group, like that are that are the seiyus, and they're like actual singers. Mm-hmm. But they're like telling a story completely separately from the. Can movie. idol sh- can idol shows be, like, idol shows aren't just specifically just to have like you a singing competition, right? You wouldn't call Alexander Hamilton like you wouldn't call Hamilton. Like, yeah, this is more idol. of a musical than an idol show because idol shows are generally like, just like a story. Yeah, yeah. Idol shows are generally just like music presentations. They're not even like uh, there is sto- no. They do have. I'm okay. Let me. Re- I know things like Love Live. And even that stupid vampire show we watch technically have storylines, but what are most. You talking about, I, I that... want, I'm using the word technically because that it's a very. Loose uh, yeah, definition. you're right. I mean, it's a very like, loose, loose they definition. They fly over of in their fucking bus or whatever. It seems like Healer Girl is instead going for a narrative approach, and it's more of a musical, as if the it's, music, it's a right. The music's integrated. The, the, the music the actually progresses. Yeah. The, the plot, right? Yeah. I don't right know there. off the top of my oh, head. No, no. I can't think of any musical anime because um, you know there's obviously a lot. Obviously, there's musical television shows. There's musical yeah. movies. There's musical stage productions. Um, the musical concept has been around for a long time to a degree. Steven Universe is even like kind of a musical cartoon. I mean, they don't have yeah. a song every episode, but there are frequently songs that progress the story um yeah. to the point so yeah. there's even like that level of it futurama futurama is a musical show like that episode where hermes uh sing about uh, <laughs> yeah. or, or organizing the, one, like, the in the or the, or the one whenever bender goes to robot hell oh yeah you know with the beastie boys with the Come beastie on, boys there's, family, guy, family guy's a musical there's actually, show, actually there's actually multiple uh i'm off on the road to rhode island I think that those are more like musical episodes in a in Correct. more of a sitcom. Yeah, in a, yeah. Which even I think I the Flash, right. the live action CW show, has a musical episode, doesn't it? Yeah, I think Darren is. Chris is even in it, if I remember correctly. Oh, well, shit. I mean, come on. Yeah, but okay, like I said, okay. there's musical. All so I just can't think of off the top of my head other musical anime. If someone in the comments knows 
Let us yeah, know. Yeah, I need to know. Please, get in the comments. It seems to be revolutionary for Kenny because he's really loving it. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Healer Girl is blowing my damn mind. So. I mean, I love musicals and I love anime. So why not? Healer Girl, it's both. And it's actually yep. good. Um, so. so now we got to talk about my new favorite uh, oh. chapterly magazine show. Uh, and that's Akane Banashi, okay? Kenny's, I just, Kenny's running the podcast. Today. I, love, <laughs> I love Akane. I, it's, it's the best. Okay. I welcome, welcome to the Kenny show, a guys. Sports shonen, a sports shonen is running in Shonen Jump right now. But it's about Rakugo. So I don't know, like... But it's a sports shonen for sure, 100%. I'm is telling. it is it your favorite? What What's your favorite series in, in Jump, Kenny? Right now? Yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen, 100%. Is Akane Banashi in your top three? I would say it's my favorite new one. Okay. But everything is swinging right now. Like, there's a lot of good yeah, stuff let's, right Oh, now. we're getting ahead of ourselves, guys. Kenny dove us, like, right in the deep end before we could even talk about it. Okay, here's the thing. Jump. Is wild right now. If this is your, say. if this is your first time joining us here on the Uncensored Anime Podcast, thank you guys so much for being here. Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe. If you end up liking the content that we make here, we talk about Shonen Jump super frequently. I would say not every episode, but pretty frequently as we uh, regularly and have an annual show where we do a current state of Shonen Jump, similar to and inspired by Super Eye Patch Wolf, who actually is kind of the inspiration for this video, which is essentially a follow up to his video, which came out after our video. So we put out a current state of Shonen Jump about three months ago. He put out a current state of Shonen Jump about a month ago. And we've now watched that and kind of have some thoughts going forward about Shonen Jump. So we're calling this the future of Shonen Jump because we felt like it was good to have an actually extended conversation because even between now and three months ago when we made our current state, there's been massive overhaul and updates to the magazine. And uh, there's swings and shifts that we really need to be talking about, mainly because of the prominence of things like Shonen Jump Plus, which we've seen go crazy because of Spy Family, um, as well as just the shifting market of Shonen Magazine, well, magazine manga in general. And so we're going to get into that today. That's going to be our major talking point. We might discuss a couple other loose leaf stuff. But before I get too far into this episode, I do want to tell everybody that uh, as of this, oh my gosh, actually, when this episode debuts, we will already be at or uh, it'll be the day of Anime Lubbock in uh, Lubbock, Texas. Here's the deal. So, unfortunately, if you don't already have Anime Lubbock tickets uh, or you don't already have plans to get to Anime Lubbock, you might not be able to get there. But me, David, and Kenny will be appearing at Anime Lubbock on Friday night at 6 p.m. in the main hall, I believe, uh, doing a live version of the Uncertain Anime podcast. Our plan is to record either all of or portions of that and uploading it as an actual episode of the podcast. So if you're able to join us that night, please come do because you will most likely be featured on the podcast. We plan to record and have some live conversations with the audience um, slash people that want to participate with us about some of our major topics that we like to cover on the podcast, as well as doing some of our basic stuff, uh, some improvisational sort of comedy between the three of us. Uh, as well as some live discussion about popular anime topics and tropes. So it's going to be really fun if you're going to be present at Anime Lubbock. Uh, unfortunately, we did announce it in the last episode uh, at the very end. So, yeah. But if you happen to be watching this the morning of, we're uh, Friday of Anime Lubbock, which is Friday, June... Let me check it before I wreck myself. June 10th. 10th, 10th to the 12th. Yeah, 10th to the 12th. So if you plan to be in Lubbock or if you're in the area and you can get over there as of re- like listening to this, come and join us and say hey. 
um, because most likely when this debuts, we'll either be on our way there or planning to be on our way there, which is awesome. So it'll be our first live show, and we plan to actually do that at more conventions in the future. We just uh, unfortunately only submitted to a couple fandom events for this year. Uh, and not, not to any of the other like big anime events because we definitely want to try to get ourselves in it, uh, some of the other anime conventions that happen in the Texas area, maybe even outside of Texas, depending on our availability or our ability to travel. So there you go. Like, comment, subscribe. Come to Anime Lubbock. Uh, be on the lookout for a live episode that will be debuting on, here on the channel as well as obviously on all of our other social platforms as well in the future. But now, if you're new here, we have this thing where we talk about Shonen Jump, and we've done it twice now, uh, and we were inspired very much by Super Eyepatch Wolf and other YouTubers' current state of Shonen Jump videos that he does, and we decided to kind of take it upon ourselves back in 2021 to do sort of a video where we had a long-form discussion about the way we felt about every series that was running in Weekly Shonen Jump, and then a couple months ago we did that again for 2022. But uh, today we're kind of having a follow-up to that because we, we beat eyepatch wolf to the punch this year we put ours out before he put his out and now we've actually mm -hmm. watched his which brought up some interesting topics and uh some things that brought some stuff to my mind but additionally two more series have already been canned and uh three new series have actually well two were canned one was moved out um and three mm -hmm. new series have debuted since that video three months ago and when we talked about that video three months ago i think two series had just started yes Yes. Um, when yeah. we recorded our last one, Earth Child and Akane Banashe had just begun, and three yeah. more series: Ayakashi Triangle, tr uh, Don't uh, Protect or Protect Me, Shugamaru, and Ayashimaru yeah. have now all left the magazine, and we've gained three new series. Um, Wait, so Protect then. Me, Shugamaru is the one that officially left? It is. Yes, yeah. uh, that was okay. announced. So, um, okay. Yes. So. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. It's crazy that's that like, there's been a, that's, that's like just, a five-series turnover in three months. So, and, and I think the biggest news out of all of this is that Hiatus X Hiatus is coming back for at least six at, chapters. No, I think he's at four. He's ten, at four. Four, oh, chapters? four chapters? Bro, he said four. Y'all are capping I, as hell. I saw, I I saw, I saw ten. I, I saw ten. Tagashi said... He wanted to do six more. Tagashi officially said on Twitter that he is ready for four more. And he's been posting some progress pictures of uh, him drawing some of the first chapter back. And mm. uh, that's been cool to follow. He gained over 2 million followers within like less than a week, which has been right. kind of insane because a lot of manga don't actually have social medias like that. Uh, but he mm. dropped uh, literally like a very cryptic tweet with just like a photo of a side of a page. And then he tweeted again that was like some pictures of some trees he drew. And then, then One Punch Man's author, or not author, the artist, Yusuke Murata, actually retweeted and was like, yo, I was with Tagashi when he made this. This is legit him. <laughs> um, and people were like, oh, shit. So they started following him. And since then, he's been posting, like, daily updates of him drawing pages. But he's not really posting the pages. He's posting, like, corners of them showing which page yeah. number he's working on. Which it seems yeah. like he's only being able to get through, like, a page a day. Which means he's having to draw at a very slow pace. Which makes sense with his health. Uh, but... I, he noted that he has four scripts done or four chapters ready that he's working on. So mm -hmm. uh, that's exciting. But yes, you're yeah. right, uh, Kenny. That um, yeah, that's a pretty big deal as well. Which to have Hunter which I back. just I, I just realized mm -hmm. collecting those jump volumes are probably going to be a mad grab, oh, a oh, mad yeah. dash. Oh Everyone yeah, the Hunter chapter. The, yeah, 
I mean, the last, it's been what, four or five years or something? Because they're going to be in the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been, it's I think it's almost 1,500 days. Longest ever. But yeah, this was his longest itis yet. But yeah, I mean, also pandemic happened. So whatever. Okay. So let me start with the question that's been on my mind since this happened. Okay. What the hell happened with Ayashimon? Japanese audience. They were not. A I fan. actually. No, what I happened, guys? Think, I want What happened? Here's what? what happened. The three other shonen battle manga, the four other shonen battle manga that were currently running, whenever Ayashimon was trying to find its feet by just having battles, were popping off. Literally. We're in the final battle in My Hero. Period. We're at the end of a huge arc in One Piece, Wano. Jujutsu Kaisen is having one of its best arcs ever with some of its most fun fights up to this point. And then Black Clover just had a huge, literally hiatus-inflicting battle. So, like, uh, it, this other show was... I, yeah, it was just... It was tough. Another show was trying to find its footing whenever all of this great shit was already going on in the magazine. Why would I want to read brand new Ayashimon whenever my characters, the ones that I care about, are popping off? I mean, that might be. Yeah. I mean, one thing that we... it, it was kind of like a very rough time for Battle Shonen to join the magazine. It's of... tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just weird because like those they've been running. I, I mean, if you really think about it, right? Like the the I guess they're I don't want to use this word. They're kind of the big four of the magazine right now, even though Black Clover's barely doesn't do as well rankings or sales wise. Um, but between my hero, Jujutsu Kaisen, one piece and black Clover, the four like biggest, most mentionable series currently running in the magazine comprising almost a fourth of the magazine are battle shonen. So is that yep. just indicative of the fact that there's no space for a new battle shonen right now? Like, is that what's going on? Because I, the magazine used to be almost 50, 50 battle shonen. It used to be yeah. almost, you know what I mean? The magazine pretty consistently, has had a lot of battle shown in it. Even when One Piece, Bleach, and Naruto were at the top, you still had a pretty significant amount of other battle shonen that had solid runs. So why can one not catch footing right now? Like, is it is it just yeah. because fans are more focused? Are that is that is that really it, or is it just like we don't we don't want anything new? Are other magazines being more competitive in the battle shonen department? Maybe I don't know. It's something I thought about. I think it's because Shonen Jump doesn't allow enough time. Mm. What's important about a really good, interesting battle Shonen is its power system. And I think Jujutsu Kaisen right now is hitting its like ultimate stride in that sense. And I think My Hero mm. has that. It, it's that. That's what makes a fight interesting in a battle Shonen. If it's just literally them whacking each other, it sort of feels like nothing. Like in Ayashimon, have you are you caught up? Did you read it? I I finished it. I read the whole thing. Yeah. The yeah. guy's power was just, he just can grasp their form. Like, that's not anything. Yeah, he finally yeah. got... It, it, it was, he, it was he never fleshed got, out. He finally really. got, like, a couple chapters developing, like, what his power was going to be with the old man. Like, in the right. very back of what we actually got. But we only got about three volumes worth of content, if that. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think many manga sh- battle shonen develop their power system that fast. Um, no, no. because the other cool thing is that while he didn't, Maro didn't have a power system, the, the Ayashimon did, they had a pretty oh, clearly yeah. developed, I mean, the one main guy whose ability was to jump into the walls or ceilings or whatever it was, 
Um, yeah. The, the biker guy. It was like every Ashimon had a unique um, like, like ability. ability that was contracted yeah. to their, their like personality. He was the only one lacking that. And I thought they actually developed that uh, pretty well. And Yuji Kaku did a good job, I thought, of giving us the system for the Ayashimon. But yeah. mm-hmm. um, was it, I mean, is there just too much of a disconnect because we wanted Maro to have something? I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Well, his, his the- it could have been something interesting because his was like, since he was like a, a human, mm-hmm. his like, they're going into the concept of, or like his ability being not just like punching their physical form, but like the whole concept of their being. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, like punching the fire, like you're punching through the fire, like punch the very concept of fire. And that could have been something interesting if again he had more time to kind of flesh that out yeah i mean but it being rushed just made it look dumb what i mean okay but like but i mean even still with the interesting powers how did any of our heroes when the ceiling guy dropped motorcycles on the other guy maruo only fought with his hands we ran away whenever the girl turned into a big fox like nothing interesting happened like Nothing's going on. Maybe that was the issue. Yeah, maybe that was the major issue is that we had a Even lot of though, fights, but not a lot of yeah. uh, context for it yet. It's It definitely felt like Kaku was setting up for a bigger world. Sure. But, I mean, three volumes is so little, guys. Like, no, it's, I agree. It's, we're at this point in shonen manga, at least battle manga, where it's like if you can't catch the reader like as fast as possible in the first three volumes, you're fucked. Like... Which is wild yeah. to me because, I mean, I think about something like Tariko's first three volumes, or Siren, or yeah. you can even um, look at Bleach, Naruto, One Piece. Even like Bleach, Naruto. Volumes, I mean, Bleach especially had a real slow startup um, yeah. for what the power system looked like. Naruto was maybe a little faster. One Piece was right. pretty much gas from the get. I get- yeah, you, I guess Chaco was for Naruto was introduced kind of early. You also have multiple yeah. devil fruits essentially like right out of the gate in one piece, which is like yeah. a really developed power system. And he, mm. he makes it through like Alveda, Axan Morgan, um, Buggy, and maybe even into Kuro in the first three volumes. One piece actually yeah. moves pretty fast in the beginning. Yeah. Um yeah. people kind and of forget I think, that. And I think that that's important. I think that um and I think that Oda did something that I think all people should and that his power system existed already, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like uh, in Ayashimon in particular, it felt like we were discovering yes. Maro's power, and it was like, I mean, with a defined power system, like or in Jujutsu Kaisen, there are you know spirit mediums or whatever. There are meet, people that we meet a very well trained Fushiguro at the very beginning of Jujutsu Kaisen. We meet, yes. uh, you know, ninja already established in the beginning of Naruto. Shinigami mm-hmm. Ruki as a Shinigami. Day one, you know, she's been yeah. a Shinigami for who knows how long. You know, yeah. they're yeah. very world built. But uh, with Ayashimon, you're right. He almost like stumbled into Maru Maro right. ha- having an ability uh, in real time, which feels very delayed yeah. comparatively. I like yeah. that. That's a good point, Kenny. It's just tough. Yeah. I wonder if uh, I wonder if it's okay. So that's the one thing. So obviously Ayashimon did not do well in the rankings, which we've discussed in the current state of Shonen Jump. We noted that it was on a decline. It essentially wrote out its last, you know, eight or nine, cha- you know, however long ago we did that. It's 12, 12 chapters. It's last 12 chapters rode the bottom pretty much. They, yeah, he, it yeah. was either in last place, second to last place or third to last place every single week with more likely than not. It was in second to last only beating yeah. Shug- Shugamaru every week, which obviously Shugamaru also got axed. Um, yeah, 
But on the flip side, Ashimon had an, a really good first, not really good. It had a, a better than average first volume for a new series, selling close to 20,000 copies, which is mm-hmm. pretty impressive um, comparatively looking at even Deronda Roran and Shugamaru, which both sold less than 5,000 copies of its first volume. Which, by the way, please cancel Deronda Roran. No, I don't know. Here's the deal. We already, we already know from our last discussion, PPPP accidentally survived the round of cuts that it was in. And Asinchi was riding the bottom, and it accidentally slid by by barely being above the bottom, right? It survived that cut where Nehru and Red Hood got cut, right? And then, as soon as the new stuff started, it was still just barely above the new stuff. So PPPP has now avoided any sort of danger twice. Twice. Is Deronda Roran the next PPPP? Is that what's about to happen? I don't know. I do not know. Is it going to survive this round purely on accident? Even though it's been damn near the bottom, if you go look at the rankings, it's almost been, been third to last or second to last pretty much every week, frequently only beating Ayashimon and Shugamaru, um, and occasionally being dead last. It has been dead last a couple times in the last 12 weeks. Um, I think only like once, though, once or twice, but it's generally second or third to last, right? So it's still riding the bottom, but it, now that we know Ayashimon and Shugamaru are 100% canceled, Deronda Roran seems to have, with no leak yet, seems to have survived this round, um, yeah. and is it going to skate into... 45 chapters just like PPPP? I don't know. Because it's still... Here's the thing about it, though. It is still performing worse than Earth Child and Akane Banashi, which were introduced to replace Nehru and... They were introduced to to replace Nehru and Red Hood. They're outperforming PPPP for the... Or, no, not... Deronda Roran. Okay? So, if that continues or that trend continues, will Deron still get a pass? Like, will it still slide by? I don't know. I don't know. That's another question we'll have to tackle. I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys think? Is Duran going to slide to 50 chapters I, or, you know? I, I don't know. I don't think it'll be 50. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I think it might last to like between like between 30 and 40. Um, if it continues on the trick that it has been just like skating around the bottom. Yeah. And uh, it also depends on how two new series that are coming out, one coming out, by the time this comes out, it'll already be like chapter two. Um, uh, yeah, it'll be the weekend of chapter two of one of the new series, and it'll be the weekend that the second new series, which we'll talk about both of them in a little bit, will be right. debuting. Yeah. So depending on how those, and by the time those are rated, which will be take seven weeks, seven, seven, six, seven weeks. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I guess at that point, yeah, no, I this. Guess- I, I guess here's the rock the can't last until fifty. Then well, here's because... but here's my other thought, David. With Shugamaru, with Shugamaru and Ashimon out, okay, mm-hmm. that means for the next seven to eight weeks, there's no padding between Deronda Roran and the bottom. Right. If it if it is last place eight weeks consistently, straight, then gonna, it, it will. I think it's out. Cut. I think as soon as those other yeah. uh, those other two series enter the rankings, it's going to yeah. get cut. But here's Which where we'll here's get, where it yeah, has to figure one. so. I think the next two months are critical for Deronda Roran. I think it's yeah. critical because what we do know as of right now is that it sold, its first volume sold abysmally, honestly, for a battle shonen. Less than 5,000 in its first four weeks, I believe. Ooh. That is abysmal, guys. And I'm talking like things like Elusive Samurai, they sold like 60 to 80K. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, we already, already said Ashimon sold almost 20K, right? Yeah. And that one already got chopped. It sold four times as much. 
It sold abysmally for a battle shonen. I think the next eight weeks are Deronda Roran's proving ground. I think yeah. that during this time where we're waiting for the two new ones, well, the three new ones to enter the ranking, Deronda yep. Roran has to not be last every week. And if it is last every week, I, it, I'm i going to put all my money in that it's gone in, in two months. That's where, if it is, if it's last. Because yeah. I didn't like Deronda Roran. I dropped it at like chapter six or seven. I thought it was pretty fucking weak, honestly. Um, felt like it was uh, kind of... It's, yeah, no, it's, it's giving me like candy flurry vibes. A so. term that Man, we've, I fucking love candy. There's flurry. a term. Oh, the there's a term that we've used here on the podcast, right? It is like absolute shonen soup, right? They just tossed oh, in yeah. the shonen elements and just kind of stirred that shit up and like put it on the on the hot pot, yeah. you know, in the, hopes the thing, that it'll cook. The thing with candy flurry, like I, at least for me, I don't think we've seen anything that's combined shonen elements with like. The con like the concepts of candy. So I was like, okay, it's like a its own unique twist. Cool. But like, Duranda Roran, that shit is like the same exact storyline we've seen twenty times before. Like yeah, nothing I mean is really unique about it. But the one thing that I think it's been in the recent chapters that's that could help it is that even in the beginning, like Duranda Roran had that element of like, oh, there's someone in this that's that we're introduced to that's like the Rukia, like someone who's already been through it all. And we can kind of see where, um, I think his name is Doro. I can't remember the main character's name. Doran. Um, I read five. Dor I think it, top six. I think I think his name is Doran. But we see like something that he could build up to. And like the past few chapters, we're introduced to a power system where um, it's like you charge up, and there's like levels that you you meet that you can get to as you're charging, and then you just kind of let your 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 power all at once. So it's like, okay, there's like a power system. There could be something more here. Um, so I think, depending on how these next few chapters go, and I do agree, these next few chapters will either make or break it. Yeah. Then, you know, it might get better. And volume, I don't know if volume two has been released yet for Toronto Rowan. I think maybe it comes out this month, like in June. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, because it's, it's at chapter 24 as of this recording. Okay. So there's enough content for a second volume. Yes. Um, so... Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I've been enjoying it so far. It's not my favorite, but it's of the three, it was my my favorite. Yeah, and I'm really it's only curious. One surviving, so I'm really curious. So this week will be the first week without Ayashimon in the rankings, and then next week will be right. the first week without both of them in the rankings. And Super Smartphone and the other two series will have not entered the rankings yet. So I'm curious if Deronda Roran takes last the week where. Uh, all three of the new series aren't there. If it takes that first last place, I'm then, curious yeah, if the trend will continue or what'll happen. Shueisha will probably be um, like, "Hey, start working on an ending." Now. Yeah, I feel like that's that'll be indicative of like, "Hey, dog, like you took last again." Uh, about time to, but if for some reason it scores and has a really great chapter or something, that's true. Maybe maybe we'll see a shift yeah. in that in that because yeah. it is it now it's now again the single holding on battle shonen uh, outside of the big guys. Um. Well, is, yeah. Sakamoto Days is kind of a battle shonen. You're right. I mean, you are right. It is kind of. It's kind of in the same zone as... Did it, go, did it go from, like, gag to more, sh like, battle now? It was sort of always a bit battle, a bit gag. Yeah, it's always kind of been in that same zone as, like... Uh, but oh, it's, so it's, been, yeah. it's been pretty consistently not it? gag, though, for a while. Oh, okay. Like, it's been pretty serious for quite a while. Okay, but yeah, so... That's the clearinghouse <laughs> that we're in now, guys. What, have, have you all read Earth Child? No, I read like I, the first five or six. Chapters I heard the first chapter was like 
rough, and it's just been rougher since then. But it's actually done okay in the rankings. But it's only been in the rankings. Really? It only has had a couple chapters ranked, but it's done okay. It's not doing great. It's doing okay. But that's mainly because there were three series padding the bottom of the rankings. You guys have to remember that. So, like, Ayashiman, Shugamaru, and Durandaroran have pretty much been stuck in the bottom three every single week for months. Um, Right. So, like, everything else just has to outperform those three. And then it's doing Mm. okay. Because it then almost is in the middle of the magazine ranking. So yeah. Earth Child's just doing enough to outperform them. So I'm curious where the shakeup will happen with two of them gone, you know? Um mm. hmm. Okay, but yes. So as of our last okay, so we've talked about Ayashimon being gone. Any thoughts about Shugamaru, which also has is exiting the magazine? That shit was hot fucking garbage. <laughs> not not yeah. not funny, not good. I couldn't get past the second I chapter. Did, I didn't even read the first chapter. I honestly didn't even try it. It looked. I crazy. read the first two chapters and I was like, I'm I'm not interested. Interesting. Kenny, did you try it or no? Mishigamara? Yeah. I read the first one. And bailed. Yeah, it was just like I, I don't like gags. Like even the funny ones. Like I like high school family, whatever. Kokose Kazoku. Kokose Kazoku. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one, but that one's just so ridiculous. That's why it's right, funny. Right, 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 right. Like, I, just like regular gags shown in or like, I don't know. I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Shugamaru seems, uh, yeah, I just, I, I hate to say, but it seemed destined for failure. It took, in its, you know, X number of chapters that was live, it took last place on average more than Ayashimon. So. Ashimon just happened to also pick up a couple last place and uh, second to last pretty much every week. Shugamaru was in last. So mm. um, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm not. I guess I'm not surprised to see them both gone. But yeah, if there's fans that were fans of Shugamaru, was there anything good about it? I don't know. I, I didn't try it. I, I feel <laughs> like it was just another product of this like gag machine that Shonen Jumps always had where they kind of pump through a couple gag manga that some stick, some don't, you know? And they just kind of mm, pump yep. up. The, if you go look through the history of Shonen Jump, you'll find short-lived gag manga pretty much in every era because they've always pumped through, you know, ones that'll last like half a year or whatever, uh, pretty fairly quickly. Uh, with a lot of them getting a lot of grace sometimes. If there's one that people are kind of like leaning towards, uh, it'll get a lot of grace. A great example right now is Kenny's favorite, Kokuze Kazoku, which does not sell well, doesn't really Funny, perform, doesn't perform great in the magazine. But it has done just well enough that, like, obviously Shonen Jump has a has a soft spot for it. Um, yeah. I kind of wondered if Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin was going to go that route, but then they chopped wow. it at Chapter 50, which really surprised me. All right. Um, cool. So there's Shugamaru. Mm. There's Ayashimon. They're gone, so. They're done, so. Yeah. And we've talked about Duranda Roron. Let's yeah, switch focus. we about what's, Earth I don't know, what's popular right now in the... Right. Let's talk about Akane Banashi because Kenny. Oh, two new shit. ones. Well, we talked about Earth Child a little bit, which Earth Child started also when we did our current state. Yeah. Let's talk about Akane Banashi, the other one that started, because while Earth Child mm. has just performed barely above last place, um, Akane Banashi is a whole nother beast. Uh, it's now placed, I think, in the top three of the rankings more than once in its first like fifteen chapters, which is. Kind of crazy, wow. kind of bonkers. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if there's really a, a great precedence for such a great a, a early, non-battle, such dude. a great early performance. Well, um, like I said, I do feel like it is truly a sports shonen, even though like it is, know. it yeah. is. Yeah, there's no way around it, right, Kenny? I mean, every yeah. sports trope is there already. 
There's like yeah, an yeah. older troop of people. They're training her. They have to go to like events where they're doing yep. these. Yeah, I mean, there seems now she's already entering like a tournament as of the latest yep. arc. Um, yeah, it is. Right. It's got structures. it's got pretty much the structure of a sports shonen with a different layer of paint. You know, um, yeah. It, so I don't know. Maybe, and I do think right now the audience for sports shonen obviously weekly shonen jump has been. No sports Lack, shonen. Lacking. Haikyuu ended. Haikyuu ended, and it's just not really had one happen. I mean, Nine Dragons Ball Parade well, was really nine, it. Yeah. Right. And, but, I mean, no other one is there. I mean, Blue Box is kind of a... No, I think... Pre- it's, no, it's, I've it's, understood that romance. it's gone. It's full... Ro- it's more on that. It's romance, yeah. It's yeah. romance with a, with a sports element, but I don't think that... Yeah, but... Yeah, Akane Banashi does feel that way. And here's the crazy thing. So already in its first, what, like, how many chapters are there right now, David? Like 14, uh, 13, 15. 15, 15 okay. came out in from volume 26, I think, of Jump. Okay, so, so 15. here's some interesting details about it already. Ichiro Oda himself, the author of One Piece, has given it, like, a shining endorsement. And it's, like, on the volume one that's about to release in Japan or just released in Japan, it uh, is all over it, saying, like, recommended by Ichiro Oda, okay? Oh, really? We'll, we oh, will know damn. We will know in the next month how its Volume 1 sales are. I expect them to be quite good with that yeah. sort of push for yeah. it. The second thing they've already done, Kape Yamaguchi, I believe is his name. He's the voice that does, I believe, Usopp, but he's also a very mm-hmm. respected uh, Japanese seiyu. He's doing, like, a audio recorded version of Chapter 1 where he's playing her dad, Kenny, the dad. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy, but his real-life daughter is going to voice Akane in, like, the thing. So, Kape Yamaguchi's real-life daughter is going to voice... It's like a vomit or, like, you know what I mean? Like, a motion comic okay. sort of thing that yeah, they're yeah. doing. Yeah. As, like, a promotion for Volume 1. Which, that's crazy. You don't get two massive seiyus involved. That's or, huge um, push. And the thing about Akane Banashi is also that, I believe, other than some one-shots and some minor stuff, this is, like, the author's first thing. Um, but well, it's two jump- people. Or two people, yeah, it's the author's two things, mm. first little, again, I think that they've had some little stuff, but nothing massive like this. Uh, it feels like the magazine, are, like it feels like Shueisha already knows this is going to be huge, um, which it's really early for them to say that about a series, but they've already had it rank in the top three mo- more than once, I think, um, in its yep. first 15 chapters. They have made it very quickly to a tournament arc, which is important for these types of series. So yep. we're, I mean, in, in less than two tournament. in less than two volumes, we've progressed. We've given the characters a lot of moments to shine. There's already some really great uh, side characters and upperclassmen mentors. Um, we're really yep. cleaning up quick, which is important. We already know mm. this about Shonen, and because of that, the rankings are reflecting that. I think once we see the sales of Volume One, if they're astronomical or like at least in the same zone as like some of the other stuff, like Witch Watch and uh, you know, like in that 30 to 60 K copies that go out. I think that we could have the inklings of the starts of a massive, uh, hit on our hands. Um, mm. I, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth again though. Guys, what, what, what's your guess? Jerry, what's your guess though? What's your guess for out for, uh, volume one sales? If I had a guess, I think it's going to be around 30 K, but that's my guess. 30 to 60. That's my. I'll raise. I'll raise you forty k. I'll raise. Okay, that's fine. Let's do it. Okay, I I think that that's. I'm gonna say that's my general guess. What do you think? It's gonna have a breakout sales. One hundred fifty thousand copies, volume sold. One hundred fifty. That would be Kenny. If it sold one hundred fifty k, I think that Jump would shit their pants. 
I think they would. <laughs> I think that whoever the editor of, I think he would genuinely like be in his office and you would just see him start piling up a pile of shit underneath. Uh, like it'd just uh, be insane the amount of dookie that would be in his pants, dude. Um, oh man, he'd shit his pants. And I'm sure that the oh. authors and all of them, they would be... They would be like, oh, oh. Yeah, they would be Bro, out. we gotta get a soundboard, okay? Like a... <laughs> for the bio, that'd be funny, dude. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Um, Dookie in his pants. But here, <laughs> here's the deal. So, Akane Banashi, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth again. I've really enjoyed the series. I've been reading it weekly since chapter one. Kenny Same. and I both, we read chapter one. Oh, David, Jerry's, you... a big, Jerry's a big dick writer, okay? He was like, Oda's on this, now I'm a big... I... I'm into the. I'm into this one now. Oda said so. Oh man, you done? You got it out, kid. You got it all out. No. I'm just saying. I he, have been reading it chapter one. Same, same time, same time. You know, I'm just I, I, I read manga. I really like the premise on chapter one. I read every chapter as it came out, as on the Jump app, obviously, or in the U.S. We've all kind of kept up with it. Chapter yeah. one is a phenomenal chapter, by the way. For those of you that have not read it. Maybe one of the best first chapters of a jump manga I've read in a long time. Yeah. Um, we all we all kind of agreed it was like a very rock star because first it, chapter. Yeah, it, it was it was really well done because I felt so connected to a character that has not been in the manga since. Like, yeah, we, I, and, and I can't wait for his return because you know it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have set yeah. it up oh, so yeah. well when, when Akane's dad gets to come back. Um, yep. Even if it takes 100 plus chapters to get there... The next time we see Akane's dad do Rakugo, we as fans are going to... It's going to sh- be in the, in the manga because, like, back pocket. Like, right. if they're, like, having, when, like, a rough time, they're like, okay, it's time to pull out the dad card. Let's do it. Yeah. That will, be, that will be a huge moment. And the worst part is, I think at first, chapter two and three-ish, I was kind of worried that I would be like, damn it, like, we lost the dad. Like, you know, what is Akane really... But honestly, by, like, chapter four or five... I, I realized I didn't need him anymore. You know, Akane yeah, is an character, amazing character. Such amazing. a great character. And we immediately have met characters I'm already, like, falling in love with. Yeah, um, I love all the boys. There's honestly such a great group of characters she's already introduced. Or she. I don't know if the I don't know the author's gender. They have already introduced. Uh, yeah, they. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm loving it. And, I mean, every chapter just gets better and better. And even, like, I thought at first that, like, reading a Rakugo performance would be boring, but it, the way that the artist does the paneling and the, the dialoguing throughout the expressions the are it is so such awesome. It's actually really great to read. Also, uh, I yeah. have no knowledge of Rakugo. So it's like, did y'all go like, like every, everything's new to me. I went and like YouTube searched a bunch of Rakugo performances, like watched a bunch really? of rant. Yeah. You guys oh, really? It? No, it's, no, honestly, I Japanese, it's like, it's ex- like, Kenny, there's subtitle. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Uh, there's also a re- there's a really popular like white guy that actually does like English Rakugo performance. Oh, white guy Rakugo? Yeah, he's this. actually he's on YouTube. He's got like a pretty good following. Um, but sorry, if I, I Google see- white guy Rakugo, I see it. Honestly, you might. I don't know what his name. I can't remember his name, but he wears like a red. Sura uh, Sunshine. Yeah, that's. I think that's him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I found him. Yeah, I yeah. I guess if you search just white guy Rakugo, he'll come up. Um, but beside the point uh, he's got a pretty good following or whatever but if you want to watch Rakugo you should I thought it was really cool honestly once I started watching some videos of it I was like wow and it just made me realize that if this series makes it and it eventually gets animated it's going to be so much fun to watch an animated oh yeah the animated one oh yeah this is one of those shows that that would shine 
animated with voice acting. Yes. Is, yeah. With the right performances and if they get the right people involved. I'm really that's why I'm so interested in what the uh like audio vomic version or whatever they're calling it with copy like I'm curious what that's gonna sound like because they're gonna have to do and mimic the Rakugo performances over the audio, which mm-hmm. I think will be really interesting to listen to as well. So if you're not into this series yet, I know that it's a little early, and I know, yes, there's still a chance it could get canceled, but I'll tell you right now, it's already had 10 chapters, and it's like never gone below the halfway point in the rankings. I don't think this yeah. series is out the door in any way, shape, or form. Aoshimon uh, no. was already struggling by this point, and so was Shugamaru. This series is not. It's hit the top three already a couple times. I think that we've got a, a much bigger hit on our hands with Akane Banashi. Yeah. This would have to shit the bed for it to, yes. to get axed and i'm under the impression that there's actually another anime manga that's very popular that's also about rakugo i believe it's called descending stories um it was a pretty popular i think a jose manga that's also about rakugo Uh, i'm sure there are probably other series out there about rakugo but that's the one that i think that i found that people like know about and is actually pretty popular so if you've watched that or read it and you want a new rakugo series obviously ta-da go read akane banashi but also if you're a fan of sports manga and shonen sports manga Ta-da, you need to go read Akane Banashi if you haven't already. And honestly, yep. if you're just a fan of, like, great characters and, like, total just dope stuff and you want to learn something about a culture that's maybe different than your own, go read Akane Banashi. It's been such a joy to read every week, and it's my first thing that I read every time I open up the app on Sunday. Um, well, I mean, awesome. I, leave the, I leave the best for last, so the first thing would be the worst thing that I was reading. Well, I do it the other way. I read the one that I'm most excited about first. And then what? I just, I, just, uh, I just read what the app tells me to, to read. But I'm not like going to lie, Kenny. I was only reading, as of right now, I was only reading Akane Banashi, Aoshimon, and One Piece. So I would open mm-hmm. the app, I would read Akane Banashi, and then I would read One Piece, and then I would read Aoshimon. I don't know that feeling. I literally open, I open all of them in different tabs. Oh my God. And then I, and then I organize them and then I just X them. You're such a wild man. Um, great. So (laughs) that's the other kind of new, the magazine, bro. Oh my God. So the only other series that's maybe of note that we should at least talk about briefly is PPPPP. Wait, wait, wait. Are we not going to talk about super smartphone? We'll get to it. I want to get to the new, new stuff, the three brand new ones. I hope you know, Uh, I did not even read that one. I want to talk, well, uh, we'll get to it. I've I've been reading it. We'll get to it. So let's talk about PPPPP also, because it's another one that's kind of in contention in the rankings, right? Um, Yeah. So it started low. It survived the first cut, coming in late, and then sliding by as Nehru and Red Hood got canceled, right? And then Mm -hmm. it it escaped more because Duranda, Roran, Ashimon, and Shugamaru did so poorly PvP again slid in that middle spot and has now survived another round of cuts. It's coming up on 50 chapters almost, right? Or like 40 chapters? Uh, like it just uh, Chapter 34 just came out. Oh, 34? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's only in the it's only It's only mid-30s. Mid-30s. I think that it's got to... I think that it's another one, just like Deronda Roran. It's got to start overperforming a little bit if it wants to survive the next round. Simply because I just don't think Akane Banashi is going to... I think Akane Banashi's already going to be above Duran and PPPP from this point forward. Right. Unless something drastic happens uh, with Akane Banashi's rankings. Story, I think right. that means that now PPPP is now getting going to get pushed down closer to the bottom. Which is not a good look for the series moving forward. But uh, if it outperforms Duran to Roran and keeps that steady, it might per- survive another round of cuts. Which would be bonkers, but I expect us to see maybe another round or in around two months. And then at that point, I... 
I don't know if it could. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, think it'll it'll start getting way story. Yeah. It'll start getting way more grace, and they might actually be able to go for until like, he feels like finish. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. once it yeah. makes it over this next hump of cuts into that, yeah. I will say we have to remember Hard Boiled Cotton Dolphin got canceled that 15th chapter mark, which was really weird. But yeah. generally, if a series makes it to about a year of publication, which is right around that 50th chapter mark, it usually gets a little bit more grace going forward. It gets a little bit more room to fail. And can kind of yeah. get a little bit more space to do what it wants to do or whatever, you know. So that mm. we've known that historically. Do you guys like PPPP? Do you guys think it has I, space in the in the manga or in the magazine? I've been reading it week to week. I've been enjoying it. It's yeah. kind of taken its time introducing us to each of uh, each of uh, Lucky siblings, hmm. and I think we've only been introduced like officially to three of them, and there's three other ones. So well. No, I think we've been introduced to four of them. Four of them? Yeah. David probably. Oh, you're 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 right. You're right you're David right. slept four, through four. that chapter. Can he? he no, uh... no, no, no. I don't sleep. I don't sleep. I don't sleep. But but four. I think yo the fourth one we just were recently introduced to. Right? Yeah, the last couple of chapters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so four I mean, of the six. There's only thirty four chapters. He slept. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, he, he 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 in his sleep, dude. Just his... <laughs> no. There's no way. There's no way. I'm joking. No, 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 I don't. I don't. Uh -huh. No, but, and, but yeah. So and I do think we're going to be meeting more of them soon. I I, I do think we're just about like you, this is like one of those series. I I don't know much about it, but I think that it's one of those series where you're going to need to know, like all of them are probably like just like the Hashira and Demon Slayer or something. Like yes, we're going to get to know you, all of them probably at some and point. I, and I think that this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. series will be at its best whenever all of them are on screen. So. Right, right. Mm. Probably. Uh, it reminds yeah. me of like remember Tariko how they had the cast of uh. Yeah, the four different. The yeah, yeah, and it slowly introduced each of them through like mini arcs, and, and then, then finally they all went on an adventure together. Exactly, yeah. and then it was like from that point yeah. forward they were all together. I mean, that's yep. probably the direction the author's headed. Even Black yep. Clover yeah. kind of does that, right? With the with the Black Bulls in the beginning. Well, I mean, slowly, even, later, even up to this point, we're still like, oh, there's another guy. He was on our squad the whole time. He's a Black okay. Bull too. Okay, well, I yeah, just like, I, I'm uh, just saying a lot of successful shonen have used that storytelling yeah. framing of like slowly introducing mm. um so it sounds like he's the pppp author is using it and using it well because yeah. the people who are reading mm. it are actually that i've heard are yeah. enjoying it mostly i mean the problem is yeah. not not a lot of people are probably reading it but yeah i think people that are reading it are into it us um, people that like pppp we call ourselves peers um we're big PPP or stands, so we're peers. Kenny's a big there are, peer. There dude. are six. There are six P's. Either say P P P P P P or just say P six. How about P P P P P P P P P P P P P P? No, I'm a peer. I'm a Kenny's peer. Kenny's a peer. Dude. He's a peer. A peer. Big peer. P. He's Pierre Escargo. I do think. I do think. Uh, peer has such a great like art style. Like this manga is exceptional in the fact that. It's drawn so yes. extravagantly. It has and the most unique art style in it's the different. magazine. Right. Yeah. I well, will say, can we talk about I what Ipatch... Kaizoku does have a... Ipatch had a, a really interesting oh. critique of it that I actually want to touch on. Uh, he directly criticized the paneling in PPPPP, which I thought was yeah. an interesting critique of the series. I don't know about you guys. Obviously, David told me he like didn't notice that there was any issue with it. But I, I, I didn't notice it, no. It, yeah. I mean, it just, just comes like down... One thing that people don't know about manga maybe is that there's all it's all about flow and reading flow and like how how a reader like moves through the page. That's kind of mm -hmm. how we imagine the action or the flow of it. And I guess Eyepatch's 
criticism was that it was a little tough to follow at some points the way that the action moved, um, yeah. which which is an, is a weird circumstance for a series that doesn't. I mean, it's about music. It's not really about like right. fights. It's already you know? so abstract. But I I mean I think that you can make a manga that flows abstractly. I mean, look at Chainsaw Man. Um, but yeah, I I did notice it too, but. I never was like fully taken out of it whenever I was reading right. it. Like, right, right. Yeah. Like it didn't stop me from like reading or I didn't have to like do double right. takes to understand like what to like, order to read the bubbles. Yeah. So it wasn't like there was a bubble on this page and a bubble on a, the other page that were connected to each other. Yeah. Like I can see people struggling with it, but I, I yeah. didn't have any issues with it. Right. Right. Okay. So, so to me, this is the other, it's in the same zone as Duran on moving forward. When we talk yeah. about the future of jump, those two series are probably the closest to cancellation of anything else in the magazine. If I had to guess, I think Duranda yeah. Roron and PPPPP are the closest to cancellation, aside from potentially the new stuff like Earth Child or the new like smartphone, you know, all the brand new stuff. Right. They're the closest right. to potentially leaving the magazine of any other series in the magazine right now. Because mm-hmm. one thing that uh, I haven't mentioned yet, but Ayakashi Triangle, I think I briefly mentioned it, it got moved out of the magazine oh. kind of randomly yeah. and was replaced by this series that we want, I want to talk about now. So Ayakashi so Triangle, I got, yeah, it seems like it just, Kentaro Yabuki was just like, I want to go more. I want to be more whatever. Yeah. So they moved him to Shonen Jump Plus, uh, just, and he's getting an anime later this year anyway for Ayakashi. It seems to have its fan base. Yabuki knows what he's doing. Uh, right. that series will be fine over there and probably do better in the digital format and whatever, whatever it's actually getting more, printed more, it's, more boobies. Maybe? It's getting printed here in the U S actually by seven C's. So Viz sold the title out to a series that has a little bit more of that, um, that Audience. sort of branding. Yeah. Beside the point, but it was quickly replaced by super smartphone, which has already got, I think three chapters out. Um, uh, four chapters. I ignored the hell out of this cause it looks goofy as hell. The artwork yeah, looks stupid. I, I read the brief plot synopsis, and it sounded absolutely heinous. It looked, it sounded stupid. Um, David, you are the uh, only one who's David, read. David, tell us about your favorite. New David, you've only read it. You're the only one who's read it. I personally yeah. have have zero interest in this series. It looks stupid to me. So looks, let me let me tell you about. I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. Okay, catch, catch us up. So, so so super smartphone is about this guy who is he's just a normal student. He's smart, um, but he's. Uh, I can't remember his like quirk if he's like uh like not really nice to people or he doesn't like see the the reason to to like six like to try to succeed in school, but he's a smart person. And one day he gets a smartphone. Uh it's called I think the thing is like a play on words of Google, it's like Google or something something Jesus like that. Jesus Christ. And <laughs> and this phone has like this AI in it where uh you can search anything and everything. But there's like certain rules to it. And uh, this guy's like, okay, so this phone can like, you know, I can learn anything from this phone. And like this guy's uh, brother when he was younger died in this tragic accident. So at this point in the story, like the, the, his goal is to try to figure out more about his brother's death and figure out the reason behind it, what caused it, blah, blah, blah. And in the four chapters so far, he's used this phone to basically solve cases and it's it's kind of gave me death note vibes in the way of like l using the death note to to you know to kill people that he felt deserved to die so like wow. murders people committing crimes l's a murderer Except, or not or not l. Light. Um, you meant light lights <laughs> yeah, i meant i meant light 
they both they both start with L. Okay, so no light. I meant light. Yeah, but um, I'm joking. Yeah, and and so and like as he uses his phone, he he gains points, and as he gains points, it unlocks like certain features of the phone. Oh right. And then in the most recent chapter, we just realized that there are other people with their own smartphones. So and they could be good or bad. So this almost sounds like Future Diary. Yeah. Um. A little like bit, Mirai but, Nikki, not, but less less dark and less. Yeah, it's like, not a it's battle. Not a death it's game. not a death game. Yeah, it's like it's like mystery. It's like a wow. crime fighting know, mystery shonen. Did you guys know that the authors of uh of Death Note they originally had L's name as something else? It was a uh, Yuki Cross, and initially he was attending this academy called the Cross Academy. Okay, I just server muted Kenny. Yeah. I just server muted him. Fuck that guy, muted. dude. Fuck that guy. Listen, <laughs> no, I'm this, is, <laughs> this is the you're back, you're back, podcast, you're back, you're back. everybody. Please uh, welcome, as as always, welcome to the Empire Night Podcast. You never, you never know when Yuki Cross might pop up in any of our conversations. That's that's what you got to be prepared for. All of you out there, you got to know that Vampire Night's our favorite show. It's everything that we live for in this world. Yeah, uh, if Vampire you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It's the best. It has it has a it's an eternal show, you know. It doesn't matter where you are, when yeah. you are, you'll always yep. love Vampire, Vampire Night. And remember, if we reach a thousand subscribers on YouTube, we plan to do a full live watch through of every episode of Vampire Night. So if you guys want to yep. watch us suffer, then uh, get us to a thousand subscribers. The faster we get there, the we're almost halfway there. So we're making some massive yep. progress, which is Yeah, great. so Super Smartphone is 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 like it's probably not gonna last long. Fuck. Wow. Okay, that's a bold. That's a bold prediction, though. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing about my smartphone. Pre- my prediction is that it, I don't think it will last long. We have to know that smartphone is going to be the padding, potentially, that Deronda Roran and PPPP need, because it's going to enter the rankings a couple weeks before the other two new series, which means that if it comes in and is just dead fucking last, just absolutely abhorrent, it yep. might actually help Deronda Roran and PPPP continue you know because if they can use smartphone to slide over a little further um they might be able to last long enough for the two new series to jump into the rankings and then they might actually outlast you know what i mean so it yeah. there's a so lot of smartphones variables. smartphones like like pro is that i think is the only like pure like mystery series in the magazine that is true yeah so Which it has haven't... that it I has that kind of... i tell c got cut and so was uh yeah, I still see it was kind of weird, but um, I mean, it was was, a, was Bone Collection? No, that was that, that was no. just. I'd say the right? last yeah, one before I tell C was probably Promised Neverland. That was kind of in that zone, yeah, of that mystery shown, uh, but it was kind of mystery yeah, fantasy. It was like a it was like a dark, yeah, like yeah, dark mystery. But it still had a yeah. pretty heavy like influence on that genre. And then obviously before that, you had stuff like Death Note. But I'd say that that is not that's definitely not an area that's always covered in the magazine. So if it can right. make a big enough, so it's splash, it's niche, yeah, yeah. It has to definitely make a big splash in that area and be able to go, okay, hey, look at me. Um, and then yeah. people might kind of put their eyes on it. But I'll say as of right now, the initial reception when people saw the artwork was negative. In English-speaking communities, I don't know how Japanese yeah. people are taking it, but in yeah. English-speaking communities, they saw the artwork and people immediately bailed. People read the description that the U.S. Shonen Jump put out, and people said it sounded hokey and crappy. So I, that's not going to bode well for it because if people aren't reading it on the app either, in English-speaking countries, that really does a negative to us. See, because I think that just like Red Hood is getting a physical print in the U.S., I think Yashimon's going to also get physically printed. Only because yeah, I think that English-speaking audiences were really into those two series. And we yeah. were I think we were reading it those two a lot heavier than Japan was. 
So I'm curious mm-hmm. where that's going to go. But smartphone is the padding potentially. So speaking of future, if one other series were to get canceled before Deronda Roran and PPPPP, smartphone is the prime candidate to get canceled before them. So yep. before yeah. we jump into the, the two that are coming out, I want to talk about the future for the now. So now we've kind of talked about the bottom of this. Well, there's a couple more series that we need to talk about that have, mm-hmm. they're the part of the future of this magazine, right? There's two that I'm going to group together that we need to just briefly chat about. We've kind of talked about this before. Undead and Luck and Mashal. Yep. They're both Which... now over their hundred chapter mark. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them mysteriously, no anime adaptation yet. No announcement, nothing. Um, both of them conspicuously have noted or kind of vaguely noted that they might be entering their final arc, something like that. Rankings they're, wise, yeah, they are in, both. They're in the bottom five. The Average, they're both in the bottom five of their rankings. Yeah. Sales wise, for their volumes, they've stagnated. They pretty much hit a line and they've just kind of sold the same amount every volume. What do, I mean, are they just done? Like, I don't know. I don't, are those two series going to get anime? Like, what do you, are those, are they going to be this generation sirens? You know what I mean? Like, they're going to get I like 15, not. 16 volumes and just disappear forever. Um, I, I think they deserve anime adaptations. Yeah. I think they would be better. I think anime for those two specifically um, would benefit. I think that medium is better for both of them. Um, they're just super actiony. Um, and I think the action would come across much better animated. Um, yep. They're both they're both absolutely and they're like confirmed in their final arcs. And so I think Undead is closer to finishing than Mashal. Mm. Um, but I definitely would not be surprised if they both were concluded this year. Oh, David's putting a time like six months from now they're going to be done. Yeah, like I think you think they, what, that means you yeah, that means you think they have yeah. less than about three volumes left for both series. Yes, about thirty. Chapters I think I think so. Six, six months is yeah, about like twenty eight yeah, chapters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's enough content for them to to wrap up completely. Wow, like enough time for them to wrap up. So my yeah, my bet is that they're both going to be finished before uh, the next. That's year so magazine. quick though that it if that happens if either of those two leave the magazine before the end of the year, it it again opens up a, a very critical space because Undead and Mashal have kind of filled this like middle ground battle shonen thing going on. You know what I mean? They they were never the yeah. worst, but they yeah. were they never cracked the top. They kind of fill in the same space that Black Clover is in, in this like middle ranking battle shonen. I will say the problem with Mashal and Undead is they both they've now floated towards the bottom. As of like twenty twenty two, they have actually twenty twenty one they had good years. Twenty twenty two they floated toward the bottom. And I don't think that has been good for either of them. And the fact that both authors have now hinted vaguely like, Oh, we're in our last arc. Bro, that you gen- sounded like Tommy Pickles. What? Did you hear that? What I do? Whatever you said. Whatever you said. Bottom. You just sounded like Tommy, bro. I don't know. You gotta listen back. Okay. Just, yeah. I'm marking it right now. Sheesh. Someone go check it. About, you sounded like Adam, Jerry but, sounded like Tommy Pickles. You guys know. You guys know what I'm talking about though. About those. This feel when you vaguely mention that it feels like what happened to series like Demon Slayer, where they were essentially ushered mm, yep. into a final arc. But here's the weird thing about that is that with a lot of this stuff, generally if something makes it over 100 chapters, I'll say it right now. Almost every jump manga that makes it over 100 generally gets a small anime adaptation. Maybe it's only one season or whatever, but most jump manga that make it because they use that anime adaptation to try to boost the the manga sales even if it's yeah. in its if it's in game. And you saw with Demon Slayer, 
the like this magic happened obviously no i don't think anything will ever replicate demon slayer where it felt as if it was being pushed out the anime dropped it was the most popular thing in the entire world for a while um and then they were like no 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 keep going keep going they couldn't really save it and they had to still barrel towards a conclusion and it ended up wrapping Mm up uh and now there's kind of this the manga itself is really not it's a completed product but it's definitely like could they have gone for 10 more volumes maybe um, but it, it was already mm-hmm. in this like fast barrel towards a conclusion that was caused sort of by pressure from Shueisha. So we're in this weird spot. Undead and Luck and Mashal, they've now made it past this barrier, but no, no signs of anime adaptations for either of them. Um, oh. again, the only recent one that I can think of that is sort of in that zone was Siren. Um, someone correct me if I'm wrong. Can anyone think of another one that broke a hundred, but didn't get an anime and just kind of waddled its way out of the magazine? I can't think of any off the top of my head. No, is the problem? I, I I can't either. I'd have to like look it up. Yeah, generally, sure. generally. I they, mean, even even Busto Rankin only had like Busto Rankin had seventy nine chapters and it, and got it an still got anime. No, yeah, and I'm, it was and it was like not that good. The only other so. one that comes to mind is Siren, which was in the last 10, yeah. 15 years. Siren it's was because... like sixteen volumes, well over hundred chapters, but it barreled to this really shitty conclusion, and then there was like zero fanfare for it and it just faded yeah. away. It just disappeared. But very rarely does something make it to a hundred chapters and jump and not have a pretty good following. And it seems yeah. like undead because and Mashal have accidentally made it there, but yeah, can... jump is so apt to just cut people. That's yeah. why I think if, if you make it to a hundred in Shonen jump, it's truly like, it's a bit generally you, that means you have a big fan base, but somehow yeah. undead unluck and Mashal have both like accidentally made it to a hundred kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they yeah. just sort of like limped their way to a hundred um, I'm, and that's not bad because their first year or so, they were actually very popular initially, but it's right. really just the last probably like six months, so the last maybe 30 or so chapters where both series have seen a massive drop off in interest. And it doesn't mm. mean that they're not popular still. They're selling probably well in the U.S. The volumes are coming out regularly in the U.S. physically. Uh, it obviously is coming out on the app and uh, still coming out in Japan. The sales of the volumes in Japan are still doing okay. Uh, it's just that the ranking and the general interest in those two series for some reason have waned. If they both get canceled, that will certainly mark a weird sign for the middle ground of Shonen Jump. It means that series could make it to 100 still and still really not be given a fair shake. You know what I mean? It means that yeah. Jump is Jump is willing to just, like, bamboozle people at 150 chapters and be like, all right, fuck off, you know? Um, yeah. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Any other thoughts about those two series? Because I don't know about those. I, I hope they both get anime announcements by the end of the year. That's my my, hope. my assumption is that my assumption is that they will be done by the end of this year, and I'll put them at roughly like one twenty ish chapters, and then it might get one and done in an anime adaptation. I yeah, think like, like get the, a, a big like a season that just kind of does either a yeah, just like a complete super fast pace or. Yeah, something. maybe like a, give it its own thing or something. They they could definitely wrap up. I feel in like, well, no, that'd be way too fast. But maybe like, maybe like two, like fifty two episodes or yeah, fifty two episodes. For yeah. Each. Oh, if maybe that might of, be too much. Maybe if both of them end up being under one hundred fifty chapters, they could both easily yeah. get twenty six episodes, like a two core seasons, and yeah, be done yeah. and gone. You know what I mean? They could yeah. both get essentially platinum end. It is what I would call it. You know. Just get yeah. a one twenty six episode season, adapt the whole story at a super fast pace, and let it be done. Um, I could see that for both those series. If they wrap up at 150, if, if they make it over that mark, we'll have another conversation about this. But I, I based mm. on David's assumption, 
based off the way the rankings have it's, gone. It's my guess. Based it's on the guess. fact they both don't have anime announcements, they both made it over 100 chapters. Um, yeah. But again, this is the sort of shit where like we could record this tonight. Tomorrow we could wake up and it could be like undead unluck anime announcement. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. how fucking fast paced this shit is. Like I don't know, yeah. but. Yeah. Let's move on from those two series, I think. Unless you guys have comments, any other about those? No, that's it. I'm good to I didn't even want to talk about those two series. Flap, flap them away. There's, I, I don't even want to talk about the top four. Those four are their own thing. They're going to go as long as they want. They'll end when they feel like it. Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia, One Piece, and Black Clover. I don't think that they... Even though Black Clover still does pretty shit in the rankings and does not sell a lot of copies, uh, it, it's going to go... when it, It'll end when it feels like it. Shueisha is not going to push those out of the magazine. Those four will be in the magazine until they, they want to leave. Um, mm, yeah. Which is why we talked about it a little bit, but Dr. Stone definitely wanted to leave. It seems like yeah. Boichi was especially ready to walk away from that series. Not It does not seem like there was pressure from Shueisha, which is very strange. Um, but I guess I'm happy that they give the artist the ability to do that. The artist not, you know... Um, because, yeah, that series is going to continue to be popular with the rest of its anime adaptations still coming. But um, yeah. So let's talk about what I consider the true future of Shonen Jump right now. There are four series that are uh, kind of in this zone that are what I would say are the like the genuine future of this magazine. And that is Witch Watch. Uh, it's Witch Watch, Sakamoto Days, Elusive Samurai, and... Um, Blue box. Blue box. Blue box. Thank you, David. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Those four series, they're all under 100 chapters. That, guys, right there, those four series, I'm calling it right now, that's the future of, of Weekly Shonen Jump. Wow. I think and that those... Gonna, one of those are going to get canceled, like, tomorrow. No, no way. Now that you've could, said it out could loud, any of the, Could any of... Okay, I could see some... One I of mean, those maybe, four, maybe Witch Watch. I could see one of them, like, concluding. I could see them concluding, but I think they're going to conclude mostly on their own terms at this point. They both seem to have done quite well with the rankings. They both seem to do quite well well in volume sales, um, with great first all volumes four. from all of them. They've all all got a good English speaking audience. The only one that is not getting printed in English is Witch Watch, which I think that's majorly because we as an I think that's probably Viz deciding like, hey, we're not going to print that. We're not getting a lot of clicks on it. I just don't think it's picking up steam here. But in Japan, it's selling quite well in physical prints. So that's a good thing to note as well about Witch Watch. Um, and the interesting thing about those four series is that two of the four of those are very established mangaka. Um, Yusei Matsui yeah. and Kinta Shimahara, Shimanara, mm. Shima, uh, uh, Witch Watch author, they're both super established. Shimahara. Both of them have had not one, but two Shonen Jump manga that have run to their conclusions prior to, uh, with Yusei yeah. Matsui having Majin Tante no Minuro and Assassination Classroom that both had really solid runs. And then Kinta had Sket Dance, which was an enormously long series, by the way, guys. Um, it was never released in English physically. I don't even think there's a digital translation of Sket Dance. There might be. It might have been digitally translated. That thing ran for like 300 plus chapters. It was a long-ass series and a big mm-hmm. deal in the 2000s. And it had a long-running anime adaptation. Like, people just don't know that. But then Sket Dance was immediately followed by Astro Lost in Space, which got to run through to its official... They That series got to run its whole course. It's a completed story and got a full anime adaptation that adapted the whole thing. Um, both of them are super established mangaka, and I think that that's easy to put our like to rest on, right? With the, with Loose of Samurai and Witch Watch, I think Shonen Jump knows what they're doing. Those two have already hit a really good chord with the Japanese audience. 
They're they're strong contenders for the future of Shonen Jump, right? Sakamoto and Blue Box. That's different though. They're they're kind of newbies. And I yeah. mean, yes, newbies kind of run Jump right now to me like Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man. Those are those are essentially newbies, although they had one or two publications before um right. kind of externally, but uh and also to note, Astro Lost in Space didn't run in Weekly Shonen Jump, it ran in Jump Plus, but that's not that mm. important to remember. But uh, I don't want anyone correcting me in the comments, which they might. But those two series, Sakamoto Blue Box, those are kind of like unexpected hits. That's what I would call those two. Um, Blue Box yeah. is so fucking good. Yeah. I've I just want to put that out there. Japanese audience thinks so. I think Did Blue so. Box come Can at... Kenny thinks so. Guys, did Blue Box David's... come... Did it come at just the right time? Yeah, there were no there were no romances. It in all filled things. Weekly Shonen Jump's romance gap uh, right yeah. at the perfect time. Because not it, only... Even if there was another romance, I think it would still perform well. Well, yeah, just I agree. Good. Yeah, I agree. This is good. But imagine if something like Blue Box had come out while Nisekoi was in its like 150th chapter. Or while right. Yuna, or while Yuna was still running. Or... Yeah. Um, we Never Learn. We Never Learn. If these series had still been in the magazine, would Blue Box have had the space to have succeeded as much as it did? I don't know. Probably um, not. It also came in at a moment where it had a sports tint to the romance at a time when there was no Haikyuu in the magazine. There was no... That's it. Um, That's it. Goodbye. See you later, Jerry. Uh, Uh-oh. Can no you guys hear me? You, you're pogging a little hard in your... Can you guys hear uh, me? You're, you're too pog. Yeah, yeah. You're a big you, pog champ, bro. I'll leave, that in. I'll leave that in. I'll leave that in. I'll, I'll leave that <laughs> no. in. No, well, wait, wait, we'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. Cut, cut, that, cut that. All cut of that. these... Cut that, cut that. It would just be you talking. I never lost you guys, so that's good. Okay, so, um, no, like, I heard you guys say, all that still was coming through to me. Like, I heard you oh, guys wow. talking about me. So, all that was filmed, by the way, which is great. We're going to leave that in. Um, but, yes, Blue Box came out when there was a need. There was no sports manga, and there was no romance manga. And, uh-oh. Am I gone again? What? We'll cut no. that, cut that, cut that. We'll cut that, cut that. No, you're not gone. You guys heard it that time. Okay, great. Is Blue Box that happy accident? for that series. Is that what it's going to be? Is it going to be a, a nice long running romance series that kind of fills in that space? That was kind of a happy accident. I've heard it's really good still, despite that, obviously if it's really good. It's really good. But I mean, yeah, yeah is it, is it, is it, it and Sakamoto days are they happy accidents that just happen at the right space, right time for those two manga. Well, well, Sakamoto days in terms of like genre, I mean, it, it's like not unique at all. It's just a, a way. Well, it's like just a comedy. I don't read Sakamoto days. So yeah, it's which like is a, a, which is a big mistake, but yeah, I know it's like a, a gag battle, right? Yeah, it's it's like similar in genre to um like like Hitman Reborn. Yeah, reminds uh, me of Gintama almost. I don't know. It's become so serious lately. So, well, Gintama had very mm. serious. Oh, so, yeah, Gintama had serious arcs for sure. Um, I mean, Re Reborn went serious. It also went has this whole like um. It also was riding on the whole like massive success of House Husband uh, worldwide. Uh, kind of came out at the same time where there was a similar idea of like an older retired Yakuza person uh, and right. the, lots of other, I mean, there was an Isekai we watched that kind of had that tint. There was like, there's like literally like a ton of stuff that was in that. I don't want to call it a genre, just vein, like yeah. a very specific type like of an, an assassin craze. Yeah. I like, guess? yeah. Like, yeah. A, yeah, there was like a craze for that, which is so weird, dude. Like there's so yeah. weird. I mean, you're, I mean, you're, you're the, I mean, you're baby, you're. But, yeah, I don't know. Are those the two happy accents? Those are going to be... I, I'm not going to say going to be at this point. I think those have already proved that they're they're both... All four of those manga are... Wrongly in the, yeah. Are, they know what they're doing. And to me, they yeah. are... When we talk about the future jump, when I talk about a year from now or two years from now, 
I can imagine all four of those still being in the magazine. Um, sure. I think they yeah. don't, none of them have really reached any sort of like conclusion. They could go however long they need to go. And I think if the authors so chose, I think two, three years from now, I don't have any hesitation that they could all four still be there, which is really cool to think about. Um, because yeah. it might mean that, I mean, I just have this vision in my mind, like two years from now, MAPPA announces that they're doing a Sakamoto Days anime or something, and it has the same boom in sales that, like, JJK experienced. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. the type of series that I think could accidentally do that. Um, yeah, it doesn't have I can see to that. be a pure shonen. It doesn't have to be a JJK. You know, so that's the type, just like, yeah. Okay, but what do you guys, any other thoughts on those four before we, I, I mean, they're, they're the future I, to me. And I think that's what's most important about this episode is to remember, like, I see those four as very critical series for the magazine right now because people don't talk about it enough, but in those eras when the big series leave, like we just like we just lost Dr. Stone, we potentially could lose JJK and My Hero and maybe even Black Clover in the next year or two. In the yep. eras when those series mm. are exiting the magazine, there's always this panic as if we'll never find the next big thing. But we forget about the series that we're working in the interim. Right, series like Rony Kinchin that that were the gap between Dragon Ball Z and uh, One Piece. Right, they like ran as Dragon Ball Z ended and like as One Piece started. Kinchin was like in the gap period, or you know, there are certain manga that run in those gap yep. periods. To me, those four series could potentially be the next like connector type series. Where if we lose like a My Hero yeah. or if we lose a Black Clover in the next year or two, as they slowly stagger those big series out, those four are going to hold the magazine still strong as we transition to potentially another era or another big thing, or they could mm. even be the next big thing with JJK or with Sakamoto days being massive or an anime version of, uh, cause yeah, I mean, even assassination classroom was in like a holdover era for jump as like yeah. Nar Naruto was like leaving the magazine and bleach, mm. you know, that they were I, in that I, holdover era. But what do you guys think? I think those, I think those four series too, are like, it's interesting with those four specifically, because each of them are so unique from each other. Yes. Um, and they kind of, yeah, they kind of like cover certain areas that the other three don't mm -hmm. in terms of just audience. So, so yeah. And the thing is though, like with, with romance in general, like with blue box, I, I think it's already in its uh, like forties, fifties. Mm -hmm. um, the thing with romances is that, you know, we, we all know the end point, right? Like, the two people get together right and so it's it's really going to be dependent on how uh how it's handled like how long it does go because i see it being maybe like another year but i i hope it wraps up around the 100 100 110 because you don't want it to to rent a girlfriend or comey and make it to like 300 plus mm, chapters domestic girlfriend no. had like 300 chapters you don't want it to go for like it, 30 it doesn't 40 even... volumes it doesn't need to go for like four or five years. Like right. it, it needs, I want it to like hit a natural conclusion. I don't want, I it think to, I don't want Shueisha to basically what I'm trying to say is I don't want Shueisha to pressure that story to go longer. Cause Shueisha has done that in the past. What other, let's stories. think about show they, they have, let's think about shonen rom-coms of, as of recently, they've run and jump jump. Uh, I think Yuna's kind of a rom-com. It's kind of in the etchy zone also, but when I think about like, we never yeah. learn it wrapped up at a pretty natural, like 20 volumes. Right. I think it was yeah, like right around which 20. which is like fourish over fourish years. Yes, so uh, you know we never learned how to pretty natural conclude. Nisekoi maybe lasted a little longer than its prime, um, and made it. I think it made it into the mid twenties, maybe even maybe even yeah. closer to thirty. I can't remember off the top of my head.
but maybe it lasted a little past its prime, but it's still wrapped up. It, you know, it wrapped up and concluded, and Isekoi found its way out as well. Um, I think Shonen Jump has a little bit of a better track record than manga like Sh- Kodansha, who will let some of their shonen romances just go uh, into... Rena Girlfriend is currently writing itself into a pit right now. Um, yeah. And uh, Komi is even struggling, which Komi's actually Sh- Shugaku-kan over at Shonen Sunday. Um, yeah. So it worries me, because you're right. I think that Blue Box has... Like I said, a year or two from now, so when it's about about 100, 150, it could easily still be going. But if it lasts for four or five more years, I think people could start getting sick of it. Yeah, which I mean, I, I mean, I guess at that point it would just get canceled or it'll get its yeah. conclusion. It'll just move out of the magazine. Hopefully, but yeah. in terms of just like future Shonen Jump, I, I think that's what the magazine needs more of. I think it needs more romance. Because oh, that's because I I think I think young boys like romance. And I think I think just we're blue in a, box. We're in a romance renaissance, David. I think we really are. I think we're in a yeah. romance, a shonen romance renaissance right now. With, yeah, it's a very popular genre of shonen manga right now. Um, yeah, I think about quintessential quintuplets. Comey can't communicate. My dress up, darling. Um, man, how, which ones am I already forgetting? The uh, whatever. We're in a renaissance, Jerry. We're in a renaissance. No, but you know what I mean. There's just been like back to back yeah. to back. Like those have been very popular, like, top recently. top notch anime and manga that have been shown in romance, yeah. uh, and I just yeah. consider that part of this sort of romance. Oh, Kaguya, genre. Kaguya, yep. Um, yeah. Although Kaguya and Dress Up Darling are technically seinen, but oh, yeah. seinen, whatever you want to call them, they ran in seinen magazines. Um, but yeah, so it could be really good for Blue Box, though. It means that it could be the, one of those next ones where when it does get an anime, Blue Box might be one of those ones when it gets an anime, it's going to get that that treatment like it's- Komi or. You know, a really high quality romance anime, but yeah. and we're getting we're getting physical uh, in, the in the U.S. US. Mm-hmm. Purple box. Yeah. So that... I have I saw my fingers crossed that they're just waiting to give us Witch Watch physically. I think I'm I haven't I, counted I it out it, yet. I want it so bad. I haven't counted it out yet. Um, I, I'm like behind on Witch Watch, um, mm-hmm. but I'm I think I'm like 30 chapters in, and I I'm really liking it. Cool. It's like really it's like okay. really funny. It's got some romance can you got any closing thoughts on those four as like the future of this magazine there are obviously three series that we missed and i don't even really know if they're worth talking about there are three series that i don't really know what to say about them they could go they're gag they're well two of them are well the third one's like kind of that weird like gag yes it's the and roboco and mission yozakura that's the one skinny yes that's the three that we we jumped those three i just don't know what to say about those yeah, we don't read them, so it's They like... don't really... They just don't... I don't know. They don't really have a huge English-speaking audience. Um, Yozakura is getting an English physical print, even it's though it's it's been in the magazine longer than Undead Unluck and Mashal, by the way. It does also it... does not have an anime announcement, so I don't know what... No, what's... it still doesn't. I thought maybe no. it had an anime no. announcement. No. So that one's also in this weird liminal space. I don't know what to say about that one either. I know very few people who read it. The people who do read it seem to like it. Um... I don't know what to say about that one. It's been just, it's a middle ground. Yeah. It just holds down the middle. It's also in this weird, like, gag, but also shown battle. It's like in that weird liminal space between the well, two. Mission Deals of Curve Family, I think, is like a full on battle shonen. Oh, okay. It's just a battle shonen with, like, occasional humor, which is sort of like One Piece or, like, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I haven't read it, so I don't it's fucking know. I, I have no idea. It's literally the main character wants to mar- like date his friend from school, but the only mm-hmm. way to date her because she's the daughter of this really big assassination family. 
is to marry her. There it is. Her. There's that theme again, guys. Assassin assassins. assassins. And so then he starts training with the family to be a good husband to her. Right. And then, okay. And then they fight other assassins and shit. Because she, she's like, her family is all super powered, but she's not. Mm. Because, like, that's just how it works, I guess. I don't know. All right. This well, just sounds boring. And then you've got Robico and you've got Kokuze. Those are just the two Gagmon. I would just call those, like, the two gag manga that have survived. I don't really know what else. Yeah, to they'll, call they'll just like, keep running forever. Yeah, they're just gag manga that are just they've made it, and so they're just going to chill in the magazine for a while. Robico, yeah. to many people's dismay, got Chagrin. an an- got an anime announcement recently. So yeah. that happened. Um, I really am ruminating on that one. Okay, my we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch. No, it. I'm gonna watch. Sure. I'm excited. Oh, for absolutely. It. We're my gonna watch arcane it. thoughts or me and Robico are just me and Robico. Dude, disconnected. I just don't. Okay. Know, yeah. This week and next week, we're getting two new mangas in Jump. Obviously, okay. we can't review them right now. We can briefly talk about what they are. Um, yeah, we have synopses at least for them, right? Uh, I don't even know if we have like a great synopses of either of them, especially for... Aliens Arena or Aliens Area. Sorry, the other one you do have a synopses because it's based off of a one shot that already came out. So yeah. it's like the Dragon Girl or whatever. Um, so. They're filling the space where Shugamaru and Ayashiman are going out with Aliens Area, which is by an author who has had a couple works, but nothing massive uh, prior to. But I think they did have a publication. I think they may have even had a short-lived Shonen Jump manga before this. So this is like their second shot at being serialized in Jump, I believe, uh, if I'm remembering for Aliens Area correctly. It looks like it's. I don't think we have a synopsis as of yet, but it debuts like two days after we film this. So three days from now. It's a... I am under the impression that it's going to be a shonen battle manga um, that okay. involves aliens, which is very interesting because the last thing we're going to touch on after we wrap up Weekly Shonen Jump is uh, Shonen Jump Plus, which has an also alien battle manga in it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, yeah, so aliens in battle, I believe that's the direction it's headed. We don't know a ton about it, but be on the lookout for that. I, they're, I mean, they're trying again to just put another battle manga in and hope that it sticks. I don't know. Right. I don't know if this will finally be the one. I don't know. The art looks kind of cool. I saw like one image of the art. It looks kind of cool. Um, mm. The other one I believe is going to be like a slice of life rom-com about a girl who's like got dragon horns and she looks really cute and I think people are going to uh, dig it. The artwork uh, looks really cute. It had a one shot yeah. that was really popular and the one shot is now just getting serialized into the magazine. Um, oh, okay. Cute girl with dragon horns that like goes to school. I'm pretty sure that's the plot. Wow. So. Wow. That Can't honestly, that. that could be anime. A, that might be a huge it. hit. That might be a huge yeah. hit. So I was saying, Jerry, I will more romance. This could be this, it. That also, one, this drag, life. Dragon Girl Slice of Life romance sounds exactly like Weeb. Like I think Weebs are going to eat it up. I think Jump fans yeah. are going to eat it up. And I've already Weeb. seen comments on the one shot where people are like, "Oh my fucking god, I love this so much." You know. So yeah. I'm really curious. I'm really curious about how that one lands. But I, I'm definitely excited to read that one as well. Wow. Um, but that's it. Well, that is weekly Shonen we Jump the right magazine? now. Again, we've now gone through it one more time, but this time thinking more futuristically about each series as opposed to our current opinions on it. Um, and looking at it now, the magazine is really not in a state of danger. I, yeah. One thing I keep hearing echoed on Twitter and on sub forums is that there's some sort of danger for this magazine. And I just don't think that that's... Maybe the physical magazine is selling less physically, like less people are actually going and picking up the magazine itself. But the series running in the magazine are selling incredibly well. 
the the yeah. big the big four right now in the magazine generally appear in the top ten or top twenty best sales charts every month. Um, with those other four series also being way up there, Sakamoto, which those are also starting to get. That's almost two thirds of this magazine that has currently running Shonen series in it that are selling incredibly well. Um, the only real competition they have is Shueisha themselves, which we're going to talk about, and that's the Shonen Jump Plus is causing some uh, some of those series to be in the top selling manga right now. Um, Eyepatch Wolf talked a little bit about in his video. He talked a little bit about how a lot of the manga that appeared in like the end of 2021 list were like dead manga. There was like five of them that were like in the top 10 that are dead. It was like Demon Slayer, Promise Neverland, Haikyuu, blah, blah, blah. Manga that had concluded. So he was fearful about the future because the new ones just had... But if you look at the 2022 charts, the new stuff is doing... I, I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia, and One Piece are in the top 10 best-selling manga always right now. They're never not in the top 10 best-selling manga. When three of your series, that's when almost, when such a large portion of your magazine is in that ranking, when other magazines like Kodansha are barely getting one up there, uh, like, you know, maybe they got Titan up there or Tokyo Avengers now, they're having three that dominate in sales. And you've got Black Clover. Yeah, Black Clover doesn't do as good sales-wise, but you've also got four upcoming that are doing really well. I just don't think Weekly Shonen Jump, unless they choose to move away from a physical published magazine, um, I just don't think there's any danger in there right now. People keep claiming, oh, it's no. it's in a shit's place. There are at least eight manga series running in Weekly Shonen Jump right now that I can tell you right now, without a shadow of a doubt, there's a lot of chapters for and are doing fine. That's eight yeah. manga that you can go read right now that are doing fine. Uh, the yeah. big four plus the four that I consider the future. And honestly, I, I'm putting a lot of weight into Akane Banashi. Go read that as well. That shit's so good. Uh, and Hunter Hunter's yeah. coming back. And Hunter Hunter. Yeah. And Hunter Hunter's coming back for at least a couple of chapters. There is no, I have no fear about the future of that magazine for at least a couple more years. Could things yep. shift dramatically? Yeah. Sure. I don't think that all of these drastic cuts, I actually think these drastic cuts are helping the magazine a little bit. I'm, that's, a, I'm, oh. someone's going to get me for that. Is that a hot take? I think it is to some degree, but I think that sometimes them getting rid of some of that fodder helps some of these other manga to become even more established and get a little bit more. I don't think something like Witch Watch or Sakamoto Days or Loose Samurai would have taken off as much had some of that fodder not cleared its way for these ones mm. to kind of rise above. And I think yeah. that's what's made them have a little bit more of a hold on the audience because it makes makes people wonder why is this one staying staying around why is this one staying? and then they go read it and they like it or they enjoy it um i think that yes they're cutting manga faster than usual mm. but shonen jump has always been an intense battleground for competitors i mean there's a manga that ran in shonen jump about how competitive shonen jump is that's like yeah. that and that ran years ago you know yep. um so to me it's like it's it's a competitive magazine, and the magazine just doesn't feel in danger to me at all. When almost half yeah. of their series that are running in it are massively well selling. I don't know. I don't. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on the magazine itself? No, I, uh, I think we, Shonen Jump is at a good spot. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we love Shonen Jump, and um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm excited for these new series that are coming out. They, I was just doing some research on both of them, and they both seem pretty promising. Pretty so soon. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't I, – again, I just can't think of any other manga magazine or publication that has anywhere near uh, the quality and, and uh, yeah, I just – I think people are overreacting because it's just the first – it's just the first era that some of these fans have lived through 
where they've seen the magazine lose some of its big series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for some of us that have been in this for 20 plus years, we've watched the magazine lose and gain series like this forever, you know? Yeah. And it's just, just how it goes. It's just a part of the cycle. And yeah. it doesn't feel like the magazine's in any more danger now than it was 10 years ago, 15. You know what I mean? It, it just feels like it's, it's in a good place. Yeah. The one big competitor to Shonen Jump is actually Shonen Jump themselves though. So let's talk about this just briefly. Shonen Jump does already have a digital manga platform, and probably the most prominent... Oh, you guys, am I with you guys? Yeah. Here. Okay, the most prominent... I would say it's the most prominent digital publication of manga right now. Can anyone deny that? I think Shonen Jump Plus, with the Manga Plus app, I think it is the most prominent worldwide digital publication of a manga magazine right now. That's my perception of it. If someone knows of something else... Are there other, like digital manga publishers i don't even know i don't even know if any of them publish it in like a magazine format like shonen jump does but i i, I only know of jump of jump plus yeah, yeah. so yeah. here's the thing about jump plus right there are three series in there that are obviously massive massive successes already um and right. a four and a fourth one moving over very quickly um two of them are a little above the third one but the third one's still doing quite well spy family is gonna Massive. Without question, be a massive seller at the end of this year. It's going to pr- easily be in the top 10, probably in the top five best-selling manga of the year, and has had an incredibly successful animation anime run that all of us have had the opportunity to watch. Uh, it's obviously making it harder for other weekly Shonen Jump stuff to appear in the top, but that's no problem for Shoeisha, the parent company that happens to own both magazines, right? Yeah. So they've created their own competition by making Spy Family. The second one that has already started to peek its head into that top 10 realm right now with sales is Kaiju number eight. Um, and I think if mm-hmm. an anime announcement for that comes and drops and happens, there were some rumors that there's already one kind of in the works. Um, that's going to be massive as well. Uh, we've all read a ch- good chunk of it, right? Um, Kitty, have you read, read it? I... Oh, wait. I'm the, I'm the only one who's read Kaiju number eight. Yeah. Oh, I I'm like behind like four or five chapters, but I've been oh, I was okay. reading it Great. weekly. So David and I are caught up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. If if anyone's read it, you'll know why it's going to be big, and it's because it's it is truly the action shonen that Shonen Jump weekly Shonen Jump maybe needs. Um, we Kaiju Number Eight is flourishing over on Shonen Jump Plus, uh, and it's because it's it's an older main character, which is pretty dope. Uh, has some older themes to it, and I think that it's doing super well by being. Beside that, it's pretty much just a basic shonen. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's what's so lovable about it, I think. So we've got those two. And then obviously the assistant of Tatsuki Fujimoto, his first series is now slowly mm-hmm. rising as well, and that's Dawn to Dawn. And I think people should keep their eyes on Dawn to Dawn. Uh, it's going to last a while. It's really cool. If people haven't read it, you should go check it out. It is on the Shonen Jump. If you You've been reading it. that weekly, have you? I, I'm a couple chapters behind, but I'm mostly caught up on it. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. Uh, great characterizations, great characters. Can you read that one or no? Which one? Don to Don. No, don't read that one either. Oh, can I'm you? I'm not a jump plus guy. Oh, I guess. I guess not. We need Kenny. You become the jump plus yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, Don to Don. Yeah. People need to keep their eyes on that as well. I think Spy Family, Kaiju Number Eight, Don to Don. Those are going to all be contenders for the top ten best-selling manga at the end of this year, which mm-hmm. is going to make it difficult for some of those other series like Sakamoto, Witch Watch, Elusive Samurai. For them to break the top ten, I think Shueisha is beating itself out with those three series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Additionally, the fourth one, which is going to be there by the summer, or not by the summer, it's supposed to be by the end of the year, 
Chainsaw Man is going to join the Jump Plus family uh, with its second part. That's going to be crazy. And uh, High school arc, baby. We already know that Chainsaw High Man school is arc. performing incredibly yeah. well, even though it's already completed. It's had an amazing year in 2022. It had a great 2021, but it's an amazing 2022. The anime hype for it is off the wall. It's coming later this year from MAPPA. Um, yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, I don't know what else to say, guys. Like, Chainsaw Man's going to be just blasphemy over on plus so it's four series that potentially could be just wildly off the wall jump plus slash weekly show and jump plus the three already it means that there's a potential top 10 2022 where like seven all, of the top 10 is all shoeisha yeah. the only ones that might be able to even like put a dent up there is like tokyo avengers is still selling well it seems like it yeah. might land up there a titan Which is wild titan is having an okay wild. year still um titan could still land in the top 10 uh, in Kingdom, which is one that we don't talk a lot about, but Kingdom has always performed very well in Japan and could potentially land up in that top ten as well. So yep. uh, that's kind of the three to keep that I could see maybe being in the top ten. Tokyo Avengers, Titan, Kingdom. Those are the three that might not be Shueisha properties in the top ten. You know what I mean? But I think other mm. than that, I think Shueisha's got a fucking lock on that, dog. Like, oh, I just yeah. don't see I, that they're going to run... In, and if anyone's like, oh, Jump's in danger, they're just not. I mean, just the sales are proving. I mean, yes, they're Demon, making money. Demon Slayer's so. over. Who fucking cares? Demon Slayer sold almost 100,000 volumes in one fucking year, guys. I, I mean, that was bonkers. That was bonkers. That was bonkers. It was unheard of. In years where One Piece was taking first place with only selling like 10. Uh, Wait, not 10. Wait, am I? I'm using the wrong numbers. 69 million, not 69,000. Sorry. One Piece generally sells about 10 million every year. And it gets mm. into the top, right? It used to be number one with like 10 million. Yeah. Demon Slayer dropped like 70 in one year. In one year. Wild. Shueisha is not in danger. Jump and Jump Plus are thriving in the manga community. How much money is that? 70, 79 million volumes of manga. Uh, that's oh, I guess I, well, I guess like 790 million. <laughs> if half of that's profit. Uh... Damn, that's like... There's got to be something. I'm, That's a I'm, shit ton of money from well, just one series. Well, we already know that Koyahara Gotoge got as much as they didn't get a payout from UFO Table or like the animation side. Oh, they made the amount those. of money they made from just manga sales. They it's blast off their net worth, which has been like holy moly, you know. Um, oh, yeah, geez. yeah. I mean, they're rich. They're rich. Yeah, Gotoge is rich. Yeah, they're rich, and and they're rich. almost certainly Akatami is also very very wealthy now. Suddenly, oh, yeah. well, oh, Akutami's yeah, yeah, like he he's like mine and David's age, and he's like definitely a multimillionaire now. He's a multimillionaire. He literally yeah, was absolutely. probably like struggling and jump, and now he's multimillionaire. No question about it. Yeah, um, we're trying to ride that same train up. So listen to our new manga that we're producing called um, Gugu Tsukaisen. It's Gugu about a baby Yuji oh. Itadori. He goes Gugu. But yes, guys, so that's the main thing about Shonen Jump Plus. And I think Shonen Jump Plus is only going to keep gaining prominence. There even was a short-form manga that performed really well in Japan. We haven't gotten it in English yet, but I'm very curious about it. Um, is that another one? Yeah, Tekopi's Original Sin is the one that I'm thinking of here. It was yeah. like it was like three volumes. Kenny and I saw it at Kino Kaniya, actually, the Japanese print of it. And yeah, yeah it performed super well sales-wise in Japan. But uh, it was a short-form, like, uh, dark story but it did super well. So if Jump Plus is already the place for that, and you got to remember, Fire Punch ran on Jump Plus, um, Astro Lost in Space mm. ran on Jump Plus. 
Um, uh, is Kubo won't well, let me be invisible a jump plus property too? I actually don't know. <laughs> Very uh, possible. Jigokuraku was a jump plus. Oh, Hell's Paradise was jump plus. Uh, that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like jump plus has already got hits. It's got hits on the way. Um, you Shueisha's got this shit unlocked, dog. Like there's just Shonen's the biggest market in manga. Did you just break yes. your phone? Uh, it's just really sad right now. Damn, Kenny, Some Kenny, of the pieces you, fell man! Out. If only you had a case. Yeah, man. Wow, let's that's just, crazy. Okay, <laughs> let's. So I don't know. Any other thoughts on Jump Plus, boys? What do you guys think? Anything about that? Jump Plus is a cool, you know. I mean, it's doing it's doing the damn damn thing. It's successful. Doing the damn thing. So I'm I'm really excited for that part two chainsaw man. It's like the only thing I really care about. Oh is yeah, for part sure. two. That's like I, I gotta see the high schooler. I gotta see my boy Denji in class yep, yep. working on his calculus. Okay. Just going home, running, run taking care of the control devil. I'm hyped. I'm Jerry, hyped. where does World Trigger run? It's because over on. Was... It's over in Monthly Jump right now, which is we another. Should've... Just in case you guys are wondering, Monthly Jump has things like Barto, Dragon Ball Super, World Trigger, D uh, Gray Man. Yeah. Um, that's Twin where Star a lot Exorcist? of Twin Star Exorcists. That's where that's got Monthly Jump over there, uh, which yeah. is another. I mean, now that we're saying those, someone's probably like, "Oh shit." Barto and that's where Barto and Super are both at, which is like yeah. those are doing just fine as well, guys. Surprise, surprise. That's I, what Sharisha is just still collecting money. They're just uh, still doing yeah. they're doing they're the damn thing. They are riding the money. They game. are doing the damn thing. Shueisha okay. is killing it. You have to remember also for those of you that don't know, Shueisha Viz Media here in the US is owned by Shueisha. The Jap this is it's not a separate imprint. Viz yep. is owned by Shueisha. Uh, Shogakukan has another portion of that as well. Um, that's like their combined front. So that's why Viz Media in the U.S. has pretty much, uh, they have first deal contracts on all Shueisha and all Shogakukan properties. And if you've looked at any of Viz Media's reports, they had massive, massive profit rises in the last two years on their, on their front. The most, Shueisha is dominating right now in the manga world. And they're dominating in the anime world. I mean, just to be frank, Dragon Ball movies, Demon Slayer movies, Jujutsu Kaisen movies. That's all fucking Shueisha, guys. This is all Shueisha. Demon like, Slayer? Please, check your... Kaguya-sama? Guess what? They just, it's all them, okay? No, I think... They're the I, Disney. They're the Disney of manga. They are. They are. Yeah, right they now. are. They're the Disney yeah. of manga, Honestly, and all, everybody just needs to look Kodansha out, okay? is the only Kodansha is the only company that is currently even trying to put a dent with things like Seven Deadly Sins and... um. Seven Deadly Sins, uh, Attack on Titan, Fire Force. Mm. That's all Kodansha. They're, they obviously have a nice presence, and they're not going anywhere, I don't think. But it's really... They're become, trying real hard with obviously, Attack on Titan, too. Shogaku-kun also has an okay handle as well. They're the ones that actually publish Comey Can't Communicate mm. and Call of the Night. And um, I can't think of other... I think... Uh, is it is it weekly Sunday stuff? Yeah, it's all shown in Sunday stuff. I think all the Rumiko Takahashi's work are all Shogakukan. Mm-hmm. Um but beside the point, Shogakukan and Shueisha have a very good relationship. And so I think those two companies are very support Kingdom, I think, is actually Shogakukan, if I'm remembering correctly. Ooh. Um so there's there's they have a really strong combo team effort. Are they still in comp- competition with each other? Yes, I think to a degree. But uh I think as long as could but Kodansha is really the only other one doing much anything uh to be honest yes there's lots of other publishers that are putting out other manga but when you really think about it 
Kodansha and Shueisha and Shugakukan are the three big guys over there. But whew, so that's the future. That's all I got. That's future. Woo, we did that's, it, guys. That's, that's, that's Shonen Jump, guys. That's it. That's it. Thanks for tuning uh, in to this week's Uncensored Enemy Podcast. Remember, guys, like, comment, subscribe. Talk to us down there below, okay? We want to hear your thoughts about Shonen Jump. And really, we want to hear your thoughts in person. Come see us at Anime Lubbock. I know we are going to be this there. This is probably right going to premiere like 12 hours we're before at, we're there. Yeah. We're actually there right now at Anime Lubbock, even though this is a week before right now, me physically. But yeah. that's where we're going to be. So come see us at Anime Lubbock, guys. Uh, Jerry, is there anything else we need to tell the, no. tell the folks at home? Kenny, you nailed it. Thanks so much for wrapping up. The only thing I want to say is this is a very discussion heavy episode, but we really want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. What is the future of Weekly Shonen Jump? Is Shueisha in a rough spot? Do you think this is a lower drought? for the magazine than any other drought before. Is this not the gap period we're expecting? I really want to hear some people's thoughts about the future of Shonen Jump. So we're not talking about the current state now. I want to talk about the future of Shonen Jump, and that's really what this episode was about. And I really want to hear some commenters down below to get into it. Uh, obviously, we'll try to, to engage you guys in the comments as well. We usually try to get in to the comments. So if you guys have any great discussion points about this, I'd love to hear some thoughts about what direction you think the idea of like the weekly shonen magazine is headed or if there is anything i mean will shonen jump will weekly shonen jump ever be a fully digital publication could you guys see that that's something that i want to ask our audience i've heard it brought up i think there's something magical about the physical what if what if the was what if the physical magazine completely disappears and all the series are just become shonen jump plus properties and they print them still as individual tankoban you know volume issues just like they're doing right now but everything is just published weekly digitally which is in the u.s that's already what we have to be honest yeah. to be frank that yeah. is what we get because like marvel dc is just strictly well uh well no 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 comics i'm talking about i'm talking about the u.s sorry this is real back i'm talking about the u.s's weekly shonen jump publication we got rid of our print magazine many years ago and we still get the chapters every week we get them simul published with japan but we only get them digitally in the U.S. You know what I mean? So there is no physical way to collect the magazine. We just get digital chapters and then physical volumes um, months later, you know. Um, so that's what I'm That's what I'm talking about. That's what's already been here for, what is it, already almost like 10 years or something that it's been that way. Um, but, yeah, so I'm curious. What do you guys think? Will Japan – I heard someone say less than five years. They're going to consolidate all their weekly Shonen Jump titles, throw them all into Jump Plus, and they'll go full digital. Which, Possibly. and that maybe the Jump Plus is literally them like testing the waters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Testing the waters yeah. on how popular. And honestly, it's working. The one thing yeah, that, I mean, they're all the one popular. thing we have they're learned is that well. things that are that things that have been published digital first, digital only, and then get volume publications later, people are still going out and buying the physical volumes in in mass uh, if they do well. So. That's bonkers to me, but I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Are we five years away from a fully digital Shonen Jump future? I don't know. I want to hear from some commenters, though. On that note, Kenny already told you guys what's up, so make sure you do everything that Kenny told you to do. And this has been another episode of the Uncensored Anime Podcast. And guys, we're saying peace. <laughs>